Alrighty, folks. As always, running errands. Didn't publish the last podcast, but that was about books you need to read and some bonus books, things that I just, just uh, books I loved on the side that were not, might have seen, are not going to grow your business directly, but I think any book that you learn something from will teach you, and that's always good. Each one teach you, and each one learn something, blah, blah, blah. I could give you a thousand little statements you already heard and probably said, but I just want to drop some science for y'all. That's something I recently learned maybe about a month ago or less. So your kids probably ask you a lot of questions, the parents out there. If you're going to be parents, take note. So between two and four years old, right, a lot of your kids, most kids, are going to ask you a thousand questions. And they're going to ask you a thousand questions four or five times each. Now, I didn't really realize this, like a damn fool, I guess, so I'm sorry to my kids now. I didn't really, it never dawned on me, honestly, but... So I, was, I saw this guy on Instagram, he's telling, he's, like, he's telling exactly what I'm telling you now, is that a lot of times these kids, they're asking you not to be annoying or to be rude or, you know, they're not, they're not taunting you, they're not happy, you're not doing that. It's, they literally don't get the answer, so you didn't explain what they understand. So they're going to keep asking. And I would dare say with COVID and the masks, now kids can't pick on social cues, and a lot of kids are like, I think it's like, there's like a 300% drop. I mean, our mask scores are down. We are one of the worst countries for considering how free we are and how this, that we are and all those other things. And, you know, we should be the leaders in education. We're like the last ones. So as parents or educators or even family members, we have a job to bring our kids up right. You know, they should respect people. They shouldn't take any BS, but they shouldn't start in either. And we need to be really patient with our kids. Really patient. You know, they don't they don't understand something they're going to keep asking. And especially because their brain, remember, their brain is like a sponge. And it's not filled with nothing. Here's another thing for you. Your kids, right? They're going to repeat the same wants all the time, right? Because they only have a small amount of stuff in their mind. They think about candy and toys. So they might ask repeatedly for candy and toys. It doesn't mean they're spoiled. It doesn't mean they're callous to you. Sometimes it's just they don't know any better than to think about the things that are in their head. Now, you're thinking about bills and your wife or your spouse and getting a promotion and buying a bigger house and taking out a HELOC. You know, you're thinking about your testosterone levels. You're thinking about losing those extra 10 pounds you gained because you like a cold one every day. Now the cold one became four cold ones every day. Blah, blah, blah. That's just the way it is. I'll give you one last one because really short. Your kids are not going to like to be yelled at any more than you like to be yelled at by your boss. So does your boss treat you like dirt at work? Do you like the way you're treated at work? You know, how would you feel if someone yelled at you all the time or threatened you all the time? Is that going to help them learn? Probably not. So if you find that at work you can treat your subordinates good and you come home and you have a short temper with your family, you're doing something wrong. You're really doing something wrong. you got to dig in deep and treat your kids better. They should get the best of you, not the worst of you. I'm going to throw in one last one because this is like a four or five minute podcast. I'll show it is. Your kids aren't going to do what you do. They're going to do. They're not going to do what you say. They're going to do what you do. So nine out of ten times, if you're a drunk, your kids are going to be drunk. If you're a slob, your kids are slob. So if you don't clean your room, you think your kids' rooms will be clean? Kids model what they see, especially you know, like I want to be just like daddy. Daddy's cool. Daddy fights for the government. Daddy's cool. He's in the army. Daddy's cool. He's a lawyer. Daddy's cool. He's a truck driver. How many kids grow up to be what their father is, or the exact opposite of? And in, you know, broken or single-parent homes, whatever the situation is, that can be amplified or negated, depending on the situation. But 
your children are the direct result of how you treat yourself and how you treat them. Here's another way to put it. If you abuse your wife, your kids will probably abuse their wife. Or maybe they grew up conversely. I'll never be like my dad, but they're having a deep hatred for you. Plus, you're not making them feel safe at home because violence is never good. Even if you're just saying things. You know, words become things. I think is how Kai Green says it. How does he say it? I think it is. Oh, no, he says thoughts become things. But thoughts become words, right? So you're angry at your wife inside, and you say something you shouldn't say, or you say something meaner than you should have said, or you condescended. Your kids in the same room, they're picking it all up, folks. So I'm always talking about the business and this and that, and I've talked about the power of having a good spouse, a good relationship. I'm going to throw in one last little jewel for you. You need to marry right for the young men out there. Think about it. You're marrying someone, it's for better or for worse. It's what it's supposed to be. From sickness and health to death do you part. It's not like until we get tired of each other. Are you marrying her because she's hot or because she's going to be there when you can't walk? And then you're going to raise kids together, maybe, if that's your, you know, if that's what you're blessed with, if that's what you decide, if that's what you can do, if that's what you want to do, whatever. I'm not saying that is, but think about that. That's the first step, actually. And we'll go one step further because we keep it short, but I want to even how you treat yourselves, how you treat anyone, or how you do one thing is how you do everything. It's say, but just cooling to put it. So you need to be very careful because if you treat yourself like dirt, you'll treat your wife and your kids like dirt. You're amplifying the results, right? Because instead of being a jerk to yourself, now you're a jerk to your wife and your two kids, your three kids, your dog, your cat, your in-laws. <laughs> Remember, if your kids, you know, if you know, if you smile at your in-laws' house or your friends, your your best friend's wife's house, and you can't stand his wife, and you get in the car and you start talking about her, let's say, your kids hear all that, and if they get smarter, they remember certain things. Then they start to understand certain concepts they didn't understand before. So things will change. But you have to think about what you're doing and why you're doing it when it comes to everything. You are creating problems for yourself. And you reap what you sow. So if you're on our phone all day now, when your kid gets a phone, he's going to be on our phone all day. The time you don't give him now is the time he won't give you later. Think about what you're doing, folks. Your actions are going to reap. You know, it's, it's like a, a lazy farm. You know, it's the... I forgot how it says it in Proverbs exactly in the Bible, but um, interesting book actually. There's 31 of them. There's everyone 31 days in a month. She do one proverb a day, and the last one talks about finding a good wife. But there's some good basic rules in that I think anyone can live by. You know, you can be an atheist and still find something that's real sensible. But you know, it's you know a little you know a little relaxing today, a little relaxing tomorrow. You know, you take a nap, a little siesta, hands crossed over your stomach, your head over your face, in your hammock. I'll finish plowing the field tomorrow. I'll finish plowing the, plowing the field tomorrow. I'll finish plowing in your seat, right? And your words are slurring just like that because you're like, I'm tired. I do a lot. You should always do more than you can. Exhaust yourself in the beginning so that you reap a better crop, a bigger harvest in the end. Now, I'm not saying go out and spend more money on Bitcoin. What I'm saying is whatever you're doing, do it better. Do it more. Get it done fast. Don't study for the test tomorrow. Start studying tonight. If you feel like anything I'm saying resonates with you, try to fix it tonight. Tell your spouse you're sorry. Tell your kids you're sorry. Let your children know that you realize your mistake and that you're humble. And they'll change it. They'll understand. If you don't have kids and you plan on having kids, listen to this. If you don't have kids and you don't plan on having kids, apply it to your coworkers and your friends. There's never a time to not improve. Put it that way. You should always be sharpening the sword. I'm out of here, folks. You're going to another podcast for this one. This will come up probably the day after. Maybe I'll post one tonight, one tomorrow. On YouTube and Twitter, it's Changing Advance. Tony at ChangingAdvance.com and ChangingAdvance.com. 
Holla at me. Peace.